Hawk versus Hawk versus Wolf. It's a thing. We're doing it. It's it's happening. Kaka! We were on, oh, we were on pause on before we even got no, we didn't release to the world. We weren't, as far as I know. I've oh, been we were here the whole time. We were here. I've been living under the rim. It's cold here. Did you guys <laughs> get me a heater and a blanket? <laughs> it was funny. The last couple of times we came here, we're at my office in San Diego, where my ramp is. Last two times, I came here fully prepared to record. Yeah. And you just showed up with all your pads. Like, to skate. no, we're just skating. Yeah. No, I, I, right. I didn't. I don't like being a part of breaking your heart about not doing the show. Because when they tell it's me okay. I can't I do the it. show, I'm like, what? The, the, I, you don't understand. I'm so ready to do the show. But at the same time, I, I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm very excited about doing this show with you. But I'm also incredibly excited to skate this ramp with you. Yeah. Like, I feel like. I, I have private sessions with the Birdman. And lately, I've been getting hurt and you've Dude. been sincerely concerned about me. And when I watch the video later, it's it's touching to me. Oh my like, God. You're, like, <laughs> you're like, Jason, no. Oh. And I'm like, oh, man, look, he cares. He cares. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because we're on camera. <laughs> Because I know I'm on camera, so I, I'm going to be judged for that. You no. went home and was like, dude, Jason is a bitch. Well, Hitting his face on the ground. Let's let's put it this way. No, we, we did get away with run. one session. One session, we were good. But two out of three sessions. Okay, now you're going to. The first one, Yeah, I, I was turned from the ramp, and I heard one of the loudest sounds I've ever heard besides when that, that huge dude from Sacramento dropped in and slammed. The giant weightlifter guy. Yeah, that was the loudest sound ever made on this ramp. You slamming on an invert might have been the second loudest. Great. And I look over and your helmet's cracked in half. It was my head that made that sound. Your head. And you could tell just from the look on your face that you were concussed. Mm -hmm. So I started pestering you with questions as I do because I know what it's Once like. Once again, concern. When I, <laughs> I was in another world and it was like, because I'm from boxing and stuff, it's like a woo, 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 woo. And I'm like, oh. And then I hear Jason, Jason. And, I, and I'm like, Tony Hawk. <laughs> That's crazy. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I would have thought. <laughs> and then you go, dude, look at your helmet, which means I think you've already taken my helmet off, which means I wasn't there for a few seconds. Shit. Then I see the helmet and I'm like, oh my God, is that, was my brain in there? And, and, uh, and you go, hey man, what did you fall on? And I'm like, an invert. And right when I said it, I was like, oh, he's asking, he's checking. And I'm answering, and I know that it is the correct answer. That, yeah, yes. Which means I'm okay, and you were like, you're okay. Yeah. That means, you, well, you've come through a couple stages at that point. <laughs> when you don't know who you it's are. It's so or like, lame that we know we're that I familiar know. with conditions, that you're, but You're a doctor a little bit. I feel like skateboard, well, action yeah, I, sports guys are yeah. a little bit of, they're kind of like wild doctors on acid. Or you have, you have hacks. You know what I mean? You have little hacks for like how to heal something. Where it's not the, it wouldn't be the doctor's recommendation on right. how you do it, but you're like, well, I know how to fix this thing or, right. or like, you don't have to get stitches. You could tape it shut for a couple of days and it'll be okay. That's funny. My co-host got stitches the other day and he was, cause he knows me so well. He was like, I don't want to go to the doctor. I want to come and see you. Cause I don't want to like yeah. drive to yeah. the doctor. I know you can take stitches out. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I can, but. Everybody can take stitches yeah, out. Yeah, I've like, taken my I, own stitches out so many times. But normal people. <laughs> I love how I'm using normal people. Like Michael's a <laughs> <Pedestrians>. normal. Pedestrians. 
Civilians. Yeah, a civilian, yeah. I guess, is like, oh, I have to go to the doctor. To, to the have doctor, those yeah, taken yeah, out. yeah. I'm like, you realize he's just going to like tick at it with a scalpel yeah. and then he's just going to pull it. It just, that's the end of it. <laughs> I took, I took uh, Riley's cast off when he was young and he was like, are you sure we can? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go there just so he can have some saw and, try, you know, and yeah. you're going to, we're going to waste a lot of time. And um, I fully hacked it though. Just like taking. Yeah. But you got it off. Got it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to be as professionally done. <laughs> yeah. I but, agree. But the goal is to get the cast off. Yeah. I used to take I took stitches out of cat and dogs. <laughs> I took everybody's That's stitches. That's more out. challenging, probably. They're not cooperative. Well, if, yeah, but if you if you're friends with the cat, then it's not so hard to do. Okay. You got to be friends with them. Yeah. But I would always be the guy. They would always ask me, "Hey, someone needs their stitches out," because I'd be so excited because I'm not a doctor. Yeah, and that's as close as you know. You ever you ever get the stitches that they've been in too long and they've yes. grown into the skin? Yep, and you got the knot you, and you, you got to dig at it. That's yeah. the, that one is like, oh man, I don't want to do this one. Yeah, no, this you and I. I feel like because that's you want to. If you wait too long, then you because I've done both. I've done it too early. Then, then and you're then gonna, it opened up. You're going to cause another injury. Yeah, yeah, I've done that too. Yeah. I did that to my daughter. She was like, "Please take them out. I want to go in the pool again." I'm like, they're not set yet. Yeah. She's like, what about the day before? And I was like, all right, the day before. And I took them out the day before and she went in the pool. And then it, it didn't, open o- didn't open up really bad, but it opened up enough. And it, she's a good, I was like, oh, yeah, scarring. you're going to have a scar. Yeah. But she thankfully isn't a person that is too worried about that, considering she got two stick and poke tattoos the other day. Wow. Yeah, she's in big trouble because I gave her a you know, tattooed guy. She's like, I want to get tattoos. And I'm like, yeah, you can get tattoos when you're like legally of age to get tattoos. Yeah. She's like, what about if I just get it like when I'm 17? I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll cut you a deal. It's always the day before or the year before. Yeah, she's like, I want to get a tattoo when I'm 17. I'm like, you can get a tattoo when you're 17. You have to show me what you want. And I have to agree that that's a good idea. And then my tattooist will put it on. She's like, all right, yeah, for sure. And then I was like, okay, good, great. 16 now. And then she's got... She, her and her friend gave gave themselves oh, wow. stick and pokes wow. on the back of their ankle. One, she got two. 50 from my dog that passed away, but like the, the $50 bill numbers. Okay. It's so shit. Like one O is <laughs> off. It's so shit. And then on the other back of her ankle, a skull that looks like some weird like Down syndrome monkey skull. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like weirdly not right. And I'm like, are you happy with those? Tattoos. She's like, Whoa. I'm like, look, you know what? I'm not gonna get mad at you. We're just going to get them lasered off, yeah. and 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 I'm not coming early to get the numbing cream. Like you're getting lasered off, and when they laser the first one, I know her. That's gonna be so bad, and they're gonna go, okay, put your other leg up, and she's gonna go, dad. And I'm like, careless, <laughs> careless. Like I'm not even sympathetic to your pain at all. Put your leg on the table and burn. So hopefully yeah, and that. also those those sound relatively small. They're they're the size of a penny. Yeah, I mean I've I've had I've had laser treatment. It's rough. Oh wow. Okay, because you had the worst. What would you? I I had I had laser treatment on my finger. It was rough. Okay, that's what I want. Yeah, I had it ten times. Maybe ten, 10 or twelve because it just kept fading a little bit, a little bit. So each time was excruciating and only on a finger. Yeah, so and then they started long? turning it up because they're like, oh, it's just not, it's not quite fading like we wanted to. So we'll turn up to the next two levels. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. Oh. 
at one point I just went and had a shot of whiskey beforehand. Just like, okay, go, go. What? Oh man, she's going to be so sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm, <laughs> I talked to her mother about it. We all agreed that we're not like, I was like, she can come in earlier, an hour early and get the numbing thing. And even her mother was like, just don't tell her. Cause I was suggested that I would. Don't prefer- tell her that's an option. Yeah. I was. Because I don't want her to know that, that, that I made doesn't that really decision. Work, though. I just wanted to hurt. I wanted well, to know it that it still hurt either way. You I will. It. I mean, it's going to hurt with, with or without the numbing cream. Okay, I just wanted to the really numbing hurt. cream. That's I just like know when Ellis. They, that's like when the dentist tries to put the stuff in your mouth before he gives you a shot. The shot always hurts. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just want it to be really painful. Is it making you <laughs> yeah, bad, Dad? I'm sure it will be. I just, don't want to. I don't. I don't want to. I just wanted to know. Don't <laughs> do that. You know, because I can't get. Yeah. At her. Like, what am I going to do? Yell yeah, at her? That's, like that's a, heavy. 16. Wow. Yeah. I was like, what is going on with you? Wow. But I also can't really blame her, you know? <laughs> we we went from we went from you getting concussions to, <laughs> to your daughter getting in trouble. That's where we're at. Yeah. Well. To bring that story back, please. the last time we skated, you slammed what, in a way that looked way worse yeah. than the first time. Like full- Worm scorpion yes. to the head on the ground on the flat and kept skating. Yeah, yeah, I feel I'm sore, uh, and my dead knee that I got replaced is a bit sore too, but not on the. I'm here. I'm fine. I feel like your your technique is we we skate. There's a couple things you have in mind, maybe that you want to get back, and then you <laughs> get those. We completely figured out. And then you out. get those, and then within the same run, you're like, let's try this one. That I haven't tried in years. It's so bad. And then that's when it goes bad. Yeah. No, the video, right. of, I haven't done a trick for 10 years and I did it. And Tony was like, yeah. And I even went, yeah, across the flat. And then I did another trick that I haven't done for 10 years. And I was like, ah, I should probably get off. It doesn't feel right. And did some crazy. Well, you decided to get off when you were already coming back in. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and, I was, cause I hadn't really that's made That's why a- we call it a disaster. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. I've had many friends get KO'd doing disasters. Right. Well, that's, is that, I mean, I guess back in the day when people originally Because you didn't that, have a, you, you did, used to not have a nose. It was a lot more amazing lot more to risky. get that yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Didn't you have a riser pad that helped that at one point? Uh, I wore, I, I used riser pads just because I used giant wheels. So that was to save me from wheel bite. No. What's the other thing? Oh, the lapper. Lapper. That's yeah, I mean, I ran a lapper for a while, but then finally figured it out. Did you run a lapper because Tracker were like, hey- No, I just did it because I just didn't want to hang up. I didn't want to do what you did. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good idea. And we didn't have- We didn't have the, the knowledge or the skills to be doing that kind of trick. Right. Like the boards weren't made for that. Yeah. The, your style of skating was kind of set in, we go forward only. Yep. And There's if no you notice. want to do a rock and roll, you do it with your your tail. Right. So whatever. That's that's your history lesson of skating for for the day. Are you sure? <laughs> I feel like there's a couple more in here. Dude, I've spent the last two, three sessions trying one trick. Just one trick. Are you doing where is this like a trick where you retire your trick again? No, it's I've never done it. I just thought I had thought of this idea and I was like, oh, I think I, I could get close and then there's a guy doing a documentary on my life story, um, Sam ah. Jones. Sam Jones is this really amazing photographer and um, filmmaker. Yeah. He used to have a show called Off Camera with Sam Jones. People probably know what that is, but yeah. So 
Wait, is that why you're doing like the Ollie 540 and all that stuff? Is no, that for I've him? just been, those are just things I was doing. But oh. is but, that going to be in it? I don't know. All right. I've, I, I, everything I do now, him. I just give him the footage. Right. Okay. Um, but he came here to just sort of <laughs> film me what, you know, I, when I come to skate, what happens here at the office and, you know, just kind of like, this is my daily life. Mm. And then I was skating and I was just feeling kind of shaky. So I was like, oh, I had this idea of a trick. I'm going to start trying just so I can kind of get back in the rhythm. Mm -hmm. And I got close a couple of times and then I just went all in on it. And so basically it's a, it's a kickflip body barrel to lip slide. Yeah. You showed, you were trying it with me that Tried day. it with you. Yeah. So that was the first day that I was kind of testing it. Right. Yeah. So then Sam comes, I start getting close. Okay. Well, I got kind of close. You're a landing times. in a, a lip. I got a taste of it. To you know, when you get a taste, and you're yep. like, "Oh, this <laughs> yeah. is good. I'm going to do this one day." <laughs> but I only got a taste of it twice out of whatever forty tries, right. right? And so then I said, "Hey, you know, I got too tired that day. He wanted to shoot other stuff anyway." And so then I said, "Hey, I'm, I'm going to try the trick. You know, do you want it? Do you want that as part of this this documentary?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's cool." And I go, "Well, I'll just wear the same clothes and just pretend like it's the same day." Try to get it right. Wow, I, I I'm a little bit let down by Is that you. Subversive? If I don't, that's the too big a word for my education <laughs> level. <laughs> I I feel it's, like that. It's not. Yes, it's it's disingenuous. Why why do I? Why does it? Why can't it take a couple of days for you? Well, it could, you but bad but it was more. It was more that that was the only time he came with his crew, and so I was like. Well, you came with your crew. I might as well just finish out that day with, it's not even a big, like, it's not some milestone, amazing trick, right? Yeah. It's just some like weird little thing that I wanted to get done. And so if and you it, don't want to make it look like you took too long doing it. Even but also, it's, I don't think, right I don't now. think the story, whatever he's doing with this, I don't think the storyline would be like, it, it wouldn't be engaging enough that it took me so long, this dumb little trick. You know what I mean? I feel like if I did it on another day and I was wearing different clothes, he'd be like, well, that's just, that's something else and we're not, that's not part of this. Okay. I mean- I guess. I, don't, yeah, maybe I'm I see your angle, it. but I feel like you you sound like you're really overthinking it. I don't think anybody else would have noticed that your T-shirt changed. You could just be sweaty like me and change T-shirts <laughs> yeah. three times in a day. Now I'm getting uncomfortable with this conversation. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you rat yourself out? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here. I'm bald. I'm with my friend, Tony Hawk, who is not bald. So as you can see, not yet. So, you really, you really think you're going to go? Isn't this sir? I don't know. I just keep my brother. My brother's 13 years older than me. He's a little less hair than mine, but he's still in there. But I, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm always, I'm always looking for <laughs> what the future holds and what I can do about it. Well, keeps has got you covered, my friend. Uh, they got a simple stress-free way to keep your hair and convenient. You see these virtual doctors, consultants, and, and the, you see them, and then all of a sudden you're hooked up for, uh, it gets delivered to your door every three months and it's super discreet. Nobody knows, nobody has to know. And I feel like it, just next thing you know, you won't look like me. You look like him and nobody will know why. That's it. Before, after, before, after. So it all depends on your vibe, I guess. I hope. No uh, guarantees. Uh, if, you're, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Alice. Wait, slash, sorry. Slash 
Wolf again, man. Sorry. Yeah. So it's keeps.com slash wolf to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K E E P S.com slash wolf to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash wolf. Hey, everybody. We're talking about Magic Spoon. Uh, growing up, I love cereal. And then when I came to America, I was 17 and your supermarket had the coolest cereal ever. So I dived back into cereal at 17 and started <laughs> uh, eating the the vampire, the Dracula chocolate ones with the marshmallows. So much fun, all those things. And then I went to, uh, obviously I didn't do that too often because I don't want to get chubby, but I went to some yoga party where there was a bunch of athletes, chocolate Dells and all these other people. And then somebody there, some stretchy guy was like, you got to try this cereal. And I'm like, cereal, it's nighttime. What's wrong with you? Turns out that's the cereal that we're talking about. And I walked around with a bowl of it with no milk in it, eating it like it was candy. So it really tastes sugary and fun. And that's the way I like it. But it's not. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. 140 40 calories. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Variety packs, uh, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. These are all good-time fun cereals that are good for adults because they're not just a giant bowl of sugar. You can just jump, dive right back into your cocoa cereal fixation. You want to relive your childhood because as a guy who wants to relive his childhood who can't drink anymore, the closest I can get is a crap ton of candy. Now I can just have a bowl of cereal at nighttime and not regret it. So this is a good I deal. Like how it's, I like how it's all hours. That's, that's a bonus. Man, when you're tired or you're sore or you're in a hurry, cereal is very easy to prepare. That's my, one of my shining... I'm like, pour it in and walk off. Done. Anyway, if you go to magicspoon.com forward slash Hawk Wolf. Yep. Thanks for stopping yes. by and grab your variety pack. Try it today and be sure to use the promo code Hawk Wolf. That's right. Check out, save $5 off your order, everybody. If you go Hawk to Wolf. Yes, Magic Spoon. Here, Here he goes. I got to do- dodge these. Real quickly, I also want to mention Canada. This counts. This is you, baby. You're, you're in on this too. So thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. No, but I don't. Who cares? I don't I, even, like, that's what I mean. It was just kind of like a thing. And it'd be like, and it, it really, it could just be a throwaway thing. But anyway, what I was telling you is that I went in so hard on it that I was tortured by it. I was just thinking about it all the time. Spent a whole nother day trying it. Didn't get close till the last like five tries, yeah. which then I'm exhausted. Yeah. Because I figured out a new technique. I hate that. I hate when I think I've got it figured out. My body's like, too late. Yeah. I'm so like, then I'm, the next day I'm like, I got this. I got yeah, it. I yeah. figured it out. Yeah. Got close maybe a few times. Not really so close that it was like, this is it. But there were times where I was like, <laughs> my board flips and it lands. I'm coming in. Right. Doesn't matter what happens. And finally just gave up on it and I'm over it and I'm not doing it. But it reminded me. I'm doing it today. The last time that we skated, you told me a story about this Maori dude. Oh, that put a fork to his chest. Yeah. So that that's why. You put why, a fork to your chest? No, but that's why I was getting <laughs> the story because it reminded me of like, you told me that story and I was like, I wonder if that would have worked. Yeah, for sure. I don't think it would have worked. 
You should, I feel like you- You got to tell that story though. He seemed like the kind of person, well, yeah, this person was trying to learn a trick that's not the trick that he's trying to learn. It's a very basic trick. But for him at the time, it was he was pushing the limits, um, but he was trying to do a lean to tail. So you're in the air and you hit your tail on the way back in and you sort of drop back in. It's a pretty basic trick. And he but it's would, scary to learn. Yeah, because the first time you, if you've never done one and you're in the air and you look and you're like, I'm going to smack my tail and come in. And if that doesn't land right on the spot, and you've never hit it there before, so you've like 50-50, it's going to land there. And if it lands on the wheels, you can do like a front flip on the way in. You can get really oh, hurt. Really hurt, yeah. So I get it. But he was also a crazy Mary guy that was like a tough maniac who at one point, like one, somebody was saying some shit and he said something to the guy from the ramp. And we were all scared for the guy's sake. <laughs> and all he said was like, you better fucking get out of here or fucking kill you. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't even look at him being mad at him because I don't want to get in the ray of his anger. <laughs> he was so yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can't make this lean to tail and he gets so angry. Once again, when this guy gets angry, we all get scared. Like we didn't do anything, right. but yeah. he's so scary and he's so angry There's that I'm wrath. like, I'm like, he might get you're caught in the wrath. He might eat one of us, like <laughs> um, just because we looked funny. Yeah. So then he leaves with his pads on, he just leaves. And goes to his car and I'm like, I don't know. And then he comes back and he's got, I thought he had a knife in his hand, but he had a fork in his hand. I don't know where he got it. He had a fork in his hand and he just gets up on the ramp, not saying nothing to anybody, angry face, red eyes, and then just drops in holding a fork to his chest. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, wait, is he going to kill himself? If he doesn't make the lean to tail. Yeah, I thought he, no, I thought he was just going to kill himself. Oh, just on the ramp. He, he, before he dropped in, he put it to his chest. And I was like, is he going to oh try God. and push a fork through his own chest? And then he drops in and did a grind, still holding the, the fork. And I'm like, oh, nice. I get the technique now. You're going to, if you slam, this will go into your chest right. and you'll die. So you have to make it. <laughs> it's a really good idea. He made it. <clears throat> And he made it. Yeah. But, but when he made it and got up on the deck with the fork in his hand, like I wasn't even, I was like, yeah, man, cool. Yeah, there's no celebration. We're, we're terrified. And of he course. wasn't celebrating. He'd gone past. He was like, I was prepared to die of a fork stabbing. And I made a lean to tail that was like six inches out. It wasn't really that worth it. <laughs> that's so wild. But yeah, that's, that is commitment. Well, that I think was- he, you know what's crazy is I think he quit skateboarding. Isn't that weird? Oh, yeah, that's weird. Like you were willing to die for a lean to tail and now you're just like, <laughs> you're a carpenter or something? Say, no, but it, I, I think that it, to me, that makes sense because eventually he was going to kill himself right. trying tricks that I he mean, couldn't do. Like right. my kickflip body barrel lip slide that I wanted to kill myself over. <laughs> if you ever show up with a fork, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tackle you. <laughs> it wouldn't you. work. Yeah. I just, ugh. You gotta, you gotta, I feel like just trying it again is a better move for me anyway. Yeah. If I you know what? I, you're, you're right. I, I was overthinking it. If I'm going to try it again, I'm not going to dress up in the same clothes. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah, because it's well, not. Well, the, the reason I did that is because when I did the uh, the 50 tricks at 50 thing, the, the project, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that I wore the same clothes every day just because I wanted to look consistent. Okay. There's no way I did all those 50 checks in one day. You know, I didn't realize that, right? Really? So like whatever you're, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe maybe 15-year-old skateboarders are catching it and maybe that's who you're answering to. But 
So I just realized you shouldn't judge my, because I'm like, you did it. You, you, you know what I mean? You did that and you did, yeah. and then you did another one. Oh, wow. I'm like, what socks? I don't give a fuck what shoes. I didn't notice <laughs> your t-shirt change yeah. color. I'm watching your skateboard trick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that one made more sense to me because it was just more like, you know, the, the, the continuity of it, the consistency of it. But I, I never <laughs> once said like, I did this all in one day. Of right. course. But I got rocked. When? So I couldn't. Doing that, I did oh. it at 720. I fell through the gap and got laid out. When did that happen? At not 50 tricks thing. Oh, wait, you hit your head? No, I, I basically flew through the channel yeah. and then hit that pole that's in the center of the whole warehouse. Yeah. Like tried to catch my feet on that and then that threw me onto my back. Man, I changed my mind about doing this podcast before we skate. <laughs> I want to skate and then talk about how... I, my head made the louder sa- sound in the history. I'm like, man, I don't want to go on the ramp now. Let's skate and then come on and be like, yeah, man, you didn't hit your head. That's the show. Yeah, I don't You've think you would have been out. in the mood to do the show after that. Not uh, Well, after that first t- concussion. Oh, that one was until <clears throat> the show. I was worried about you driving home at that point. Me too. I gave myself <laughs> Me the, too. I gave myself the blind. Like, I kept wow. doing that. And it kept landing on my nose. I'm like, man, I think you're good. <laughs> It'd be, look, if I had gone... I'd be like, wow, I'm going to get an Uber. <laughs> but it was right there, man. I never, I didn't even get one like here. I was like on the button. You've only been knocked out once, right? Well, no. Does it make you uncomfortable to talk about your injuries before we go uh, skate? No, I've, I've had, I've had s- dozens of concussions. Oh. Why yeah. don't, it's bones that you haven't broken, right? Right. So yep. one time in the loop was the biggest slam <clears throat> of your life. That was my broken pelvis, yes. And knocked out, right? Yes. That's the that's the that was the biggest one you've had. Um my worst concussion was another day. Is that when you were younger, was, like a Doma era? Um uh, so I the, my worst concussion was actually when I was going back to the Huck Jam and we were we were uh putting the loop back into the show. As and in you were gonna do <clears> I was after I broke my pelvis and I was like, I'm gonna relearn the loop because we're doing the show, it's gonna be live, whatever. It was it was a live, it was a live huck jam before the Super Bowl. Oh shit. And so I had to we had to bring in all the stops, right? Yeah. We had to do the loop. Yeah. So um the two days before I was relearning the loop, was I was getting it, came out a couple times, like, oh, I got it, got it again. And then one went bad. And I shot out. <clears throat> I didn't loop. I didn't fly around in the loop. I I made it out made it to, to the, the landing yeah. and then whipped out. You know, Mr. Wilson. Yep. And hit the back of my head, and I've never really gotten a concussion on the back of my head. And I was I was pretty. I was like foggy and was getting migraines and stuff. It was it was rough. <clears throat> but and then you did the loop though in that. Demo. I didn't do it. No, after that one, I was like, I'm done with it. Oh. Because it was the, the risk to reward was just wasn't there for me anymore. For me to do that and get bit after I'd thought I'd figured it out, that would really deter me too. Because I feel like when I did it, I did so many slams to make it. Yeah. And then when I made it, I was like, man, that was unfortunate. It took that many to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But I would have figured if I did it again, I would have yeah. made it. But if I had have like gone again and then done the slam right before I made it, I'd be like, this, this. Loop can fuck off. Yeah. Because there were a couple of slams there where I remember thinking, man, I, that was- It could be over. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I, I did that. I, ne- I never knew what bursa sacks were until yeah, that day. Yeah, you got jacked. 
But then the the one before, the two before, the first one I shoulder blocked because I leaned forward. Right. So I went whack and it was like ribs. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, don't have much more. Get up. You know, just keep going. Like yeah. I could tell I was going to seize up. And then the next one, I leaned back and did the whip out and hit my wrist and it didn't hit my head, but I was like, what go? And I'm like, okay, those are the two forward and backward slams I did not want to do. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I took the full brunt of it. So split so, the difference. Yeah, split the difference. <laughs> yeah. And then I made one and I was like, man, that wasn't even that hard. Yeah, I know. That's what, well, that was the worst part for me is, is getting so hurt on it after we had traveled with that thing for 40 shows yeah. every night. You know, we were doing it like, cold turkey just coming in like oh loop woo loop bye okay good night thank you yeah that's and then and then i but then it also just makes you respect that the the whole process the whole thing is just like oh that truly is that dangerous close your eyes it's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like whether your business is bed sheets or skincare Shopify's with you every step of the way. Now, open your eyes. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22. Yeah, I feel like people that don't skateboard would have had more of a chance going through the loop than people that are really seasoned skateboarders because there is a <laughs> weird thing of when you get to the top, your you instinct is to turn, turn around. around. Yeah. That's your whole life. Like my yeah. whole life, when I get to that bit, I go, now where am I going to land? Yeah. But instead, you're now just on a yellow brick road of loop. Yeah. Like you, you, it's more, to me, it was the timing. Pump that and then pump that. Boom, boom. To me, like rock to fakie. Tit, tit, tit. Tit, tit, tit. And I'd hear the beat. If you do, tit, tit, you're going to clip your wheels. So you got to do the rhythm. So to me, it was, you, you, gotta, you painted a line yeah. on the loop, which was, very valuable. <laughs> I, I was like, don't stay. You're like, keep your eyes on the line because I could feel my instincts. I wanted to start looking over yeah. this way. I'm like, follow the line. One, two. It's just a carve. Yeah, but it's, it is nothing. Like actual physical ability. Not like it's real skating. Not like regular skating, right. It's very yeah. easy, but the mind. Yeah. It's very easy, but it is, can be the most dangerous thing you've ever done. Yeah, which makes it, it's like, uh, you know, people can walk straight down the sidewalk, but if I made the sidewalk where it was a hundred foot cliff on both sides, you ain't strutting down the middle of it like you were. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. True, yes. you know I mean, if I'm like, what? Dude, you're that's trying to good, tell me that, that if, good you, analogy. if you walk to Kmart right now and you can't stay on the sidewalk, you might yeah. hit the grass or the, or the road, right. then what the hell yeah. is wrong with you? But if I drop it off into cliffs, you're not. It's like the, what's that glass? the fake glass bridge in Tokyo or something where it looks. Oh yeah. And they do uh, fake breaks. Like when they stand on it, it does the, the glass crack. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. And people are just like, ah, ah, <laughs> holding on to the side. I'm like, that's, that's how that is. Like Remember they you, have that. Is it, was it at the Palms in Vegas? They have that one pool or club and you go out and there's a, there's a um, balcony that's, 40 floors up or something, and it's just glass. Is that the one with the pool that hangs <clears> there, right? There's a pool right there, yeah. That hangs out of the build out of the building. <clears throat> um, I don't remember. You see people. There's I've seen girls like, oh. swimming on the uh, outside. That, that's the next level then. The one I saw was just it was just like this one area, this glass thing, and you could walk out on it and look straight down. And it's like, oh. But it's sealed. 
Yeah, I mean, it's right. the thickest glass I've ever seen. Wait, you haven't seen the, the pool? I haven't seen the pool thing, no. Man, I would have thought. Have you stayed at the Palms? A long time ago. Did they give you like the basketball room or something? No, just a just a room. nice room, yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> I've always wanted to stay at the Palms and have the room with the pool where the pool goes off the building so that you swim and you look down and the, the floor's clear and you can That's see. That's an actual room? Yeah, there's not. <clears throat> there's, more, there's like five of them. Wow. But you elevate every now and then. I've been to a party back in my younger day where I was like in an elevator and the pool had like girls. I'm like, right. wow, th- those guys are having a good time. <laughs> that is the next level. I was like, I'm in the elevator <laughs> with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> what the hell? Whoever they are are really cool. I remember thinking that. Hey, you know what? What? I got big news. What? Alice Mania is going to happen again. At Virgin. At Virgin? Because you know how it was the Hard Rock mm. and the Hard Rock's gone? So what is what is it now? It's the Virgin Hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. It's awesome. And when? It's a, and it's about to reopen. And when they reopen, they're going to uh, promote that in October, Ellis Mania's back. So wow. I'm very excited about, I guess it's called the theater. It's now one of the first of public the events I've heard being scheduled. Well, that's their thing. They're trying to book people to show... That yes, we're in our grand opening. We will start doing all different kinds of shows. Yeah. So congrats. Yeah, I'm really pumped on it because it's been years since we've been in Vegas, and when you're in Vegas doing it, it's so much more official. Like right. I did the ones in Texas, and it's more you get to meet people and like spend time with them. So I guess in a roundabout way, it was kind of better because I see the people that have supported me all the years and it's like yeah. crazy stories as kids named after me and shit and I'm like <laughs> wow this is weird stuff but I feel like at the hard Do you- rock you don't get to it's too much like there's always something happening and it's like hey man I love you and I'm like oh, thanks man like it just seems like oh. that all the time well yeah but you're because you're the ringleader so you have to be at every stage of the thing right, right? but the one in Vegas is like a three day I'm catering to all of your entertainment. Since you wake up until you go to bed, Jason and his friends are going to be around juggling some entertainment for you. (laughs) In Texas, it's like, Saturday night, everyone's getting punched in the face. Everything else, you're on your own. So, you know what I mean? Every now and then I'd be in a restaurant and someone's like, yeah, Ellis. And I'm like, all right, that guy's going to be at the event tomorrow. So, which one do you prefer? Well, I, I started to like the ones where I talked to people and it was quiet, but then I started to realize that I did not appreciate how glorious it was at the Hard Rock. Right. Like I, at one point, I, I was saying, I was, even, I was telling a story about how I kind of felt this is what it's like to be Tony Hawk. And mm. I didn't really like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when it got really big and I was at the Hard Rock. Because you and, can't, you can't, uh, you can't engage with everyone. Yeah, everybody yeah. starts talking at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And it's like goes. Well, you just feel bad. Like it, it's not that you don't want to. It's just you you can't you can't make enough of yourself available to everyone. And then you feel like, oh, they just saw me in passing, or I couldn't even like high five that dude. And and, that's and weird. you bring a thing that I noticed at airports where people can't stake them. You know, what I mean, they're freaked out. They, you got them all giddy. So now they're and then you put the Vegas and the Hard Rock in in it, and now and drinking. They're probably drunk and <clears throat> now giddy, and they're like, ah, you know. And I'm like, oh. Dude, yeah, you're just going to stretch the neck of my T-shirt out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Man, you don't understand. I really don't like when people do that to me. You know what I mean? But he's a fan and I'm yeah. now I'm like, fucking goddamn dude, touch my T-shirt. I remember I remember the day I, I, I kind of decided, okay, I can't just go to bars anymore. Right. Because it, they freak out. 
Well, also it's just like, dude, Bones Brigade. Right. You know, like because because they this, have what well, well, also is is that if someone is is OG skater like that, then they think they have a special connection to you because they've been doing it for that much longer. Yep. And then it's like, dude, cab. Wow. Delmar, you know, yeah. and, and I love it, but at the same time, it, it's overwhelming and it, it just gets tricky and you have to, I don't know, you, you learn it, like you learn to navigate your way around that stuff, but it still feels, you know, that you're, you're cheating someone of the, of, of an interaction. It's a weird thing to <clears throat> see that there's too many people to, for you to pay attention to one person and that no, none of those people that are involved in this are catching that. Right to me, when I'm like, yeah, man, that sounds cool, and so the guy's like, Fuck it, ah, and I'm like, hey, man, hang on, I'm trying to, and and neither one of them, both <laughs> yeah. of them, just think I'm an asshole, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. I'm not like, oh yeah, going you can't win, hundred yeah, percent. Sure. I'm like, hey, man, and this guy's like, babe, you got to fucking sign my wife's titty, and I'm like, T- I, who says that into someone's face while they're talking to someone else about like <laughs> their kids or something? Like, don't say titty yet, you know? Like, wait. Wait a second. So, like, uh, there was times there when I was in Vegas with my uh, my my children's wife, where people shouted stuff from like across a parking lot that was super inappropriate. Yeah, stuff but that, that you would I, only know from the show, right? You don't yell over a, a sea of people. And I'm but like, that is, but I, I although I, I got to be devil's advocate, that that was your brand. Yep. yep. And okay. that you know, you were talking about the raw stuff that that it. That got people excited and got them to your event. Yep. So, okay, well, that's hell all. Yeah, that's man. all I'm saying. I, I understand. I, I can't understand remember what it was, it was, but I also understand their perspective. Just screaming "dude" to my slut across the circle bar at, is like, I'm like, <laughs> you think that would think she likes that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm cool with it, obviously, but do you think right now is the time? Yeah, I don't mind. I, but that, but getting back to it is, I I miss. I want it to happen again, and everyone's going ah ah pulling my, and I'm and I go get a get a good good <laughs> head and rip that yeah, fucker, man. Yeah, like we go. are here. Here we go. Who knows how long yeah. this is ever yeah, gonna yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I have a total. Do difference. you feel like you're unable to promote it the way that you used to on SiriusXM? I have no idea what's about to happen with this one. It's completely up in the air. I feel like I have. Uh, I think you're. You, I, I don't think it'll be that much of a stretch. I feel like your followers are your followers, and they're gonna they're gonna see you're putting it out there on social media, and you're doing the podcast and whatnot. Um, there might have been some sort of auxiliary people that got into it because of SiriusXM, but I don't think that's your core audience. Yeah. I, I honestly think that there was a time when people listened to Sirius more, and I hadn't moved around as much, and I had a bigger audience, and that would be tough to rival. But as it stands right now, if I wasn't let go from Sirius and I was like, hey, Alice Mania, October at Virgin Hotel versus I have a podcast and a show with you, I think that I, I think I bring more people because I noticed that a lot of people message me now going, oh, I didn't know you got a pot. The show turned into a podcast. I like, I couldn't afford Sirius. I had t- job change. You guys, you know, I mean, there was always a thing. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's yeah, how that's we cool. lost you. Yeah. And it just seems like everybody now knows they download. Everybody's. Everybody downloads yeah. podcasts and they're like, oh, I used to listen to you on Sirius. Now you're on the thing that I listen to yeah. everybody on. That's the, Welcome that's, back. That's the challenging part for me on on um, Clubhouse. You know, Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. That it's all live. 
You're on there? Uh, I've been on a couple times. Um, you have to uh, invite people or something? Is that how it works? You, yeah, you get, I send you an invite. You, if, you're in, if, you, if you get invited, you can invite five people or something like that. How many people do you talk <clears throat> to at once? Whoever's, whoever's on listening to your room. Does it add up to a lot sometimes? I think so, yeah. I did one thing where I, I just went on there like sort of spontaneously uh, and told the story about meeting Tupac. Yeah. And- People tuned in, listen. I talked for like five or ten minutes, and I think there were maybe fifteen hundred people or something just right. listening yeah. at once. But but that's the thing; it's it's live, right? And so it's not it's not like it's downloadable. It's saved on it's saved on a cloud, and that's I love it. But it's it's tricky when you're you know when you're a dad and when you're doing all kinds of other stuff to to make time to watch to listen to live shows, right? Um, but it, I'm fascinated by it. Yeah, I've noticed from the Patreon shows that I do that, you know, it's uh, at this time. And if it varies, people are like, hey, man, like, you know, can you make sure you tell us exactly what time? <clears throat> right. And I'm like, okay, so if it's live, you've really got to you show right. up the same time every day so people can get their little pattern of how they fit you into their day. Yep. And it's, this is, it just takes time. Like, I already knew this. I've already done this. I've already built it with a company that was like, we have no intention of building anything with you. You're a DJ. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yes. And I accidentally got people to talk about it. And people, the CEO was like, wait, there's that many people talking about this dude DJing? I guess we'll take a meeting with him. I need to talk. Stop playing music. Yeah, I guess we'll let this dude do that. <laughs> yep, this yep. one seems to like. So to me, it's like, do it again. It's just, can yeah, you do it? Can you rebuild. do it again? Yeah. We will, we, we will build him better. We I, build him. That's how I see it. I feel like it's 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 good to be kicked in the dick. I've always said that. Start it's, at the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> and now we're back at the bottom. I know. And now we're going to get back here again. But it's, but it's going to work out. Speaking of, did you see our whole Drake thing for Birdhouse? No. Oh, wait, yeah, because he ripped you off. He took a- it, what, No, okay. Here's what happened. I'm not supposed to say, okay. <clears throat> no, no, it wasn't that. It was, it was, he was, he was- he bought one that wasn't Someone yours. took a photo of him in a birdhouse hoodie and I didn't remember that we ever made that colorway and, and the drawstring was was like really different than anything we'd ever made. So yeah. I was like, I guess that's a bootleg. I don't know. And and I know that he has, he has people around him buying his clothes and stuff. And so, it, you know, people were sending me the photo, like check out Drake. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm hype. I don't care if it's fake or not. Like, yeah. it's cool that he's like, he's got a birdhouse shirt on. Yeah. And so we just made that shirt, same colorway, yeah. like that same hoodie, same logo, everything. Same. And when I when I announced it, I was like, "Oh, I saw Drake wearing this bootleg shirt that I thought it was bootleg." And so we just made them, and then we started just, and then like Complex picked it up, and you know other people were were talking about it, and then we just started selling them. <laughs> That's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was funny. But then, but then the guy who sold it, he's he's a, you know, he's a reseller collector, and he's all mad at me. The guy that actually sold it to him. Oh, oh, he wait, like, he's mad at you. He's mad at me because I said it was bootleg. Oh, but it is. Well, the, it, well it, it wasn't actually. It this guy, this guy acquired it. It didn't have a drawstring because it got pulled out or whatever, and then he put a drawstring in it. Oh, that's a one of a kind custom one that he made. No, no, no. It's it, the, the shirt was from the mid 90s oh, from Birdhouse, oh, like wow. 97, 98. Yeah. But it, it didn't come with a drawstring. This guy collects all that stuff. He does a lot of skate stuff, oh, okay. world, toy machine, you know, Birdhouse, whatever. Okay. So, anyway, I, 
I apologize to that guy for not knowing that it was a legit, you know, is he OG okay? shirt. Well, he was just upset with me. He's like, did you don't he, even know you're making whatever. Did he accept your apology? I don't know. We're, I think we're past it now. And okay. by the time this airs, we're going to be way past it. But I mean, you, you still have a really good argument. It's your house. Yeah. But it was, it was just a funny, it was a funny little thing that uh, <laughs> we just kind of harnessed. We're like, let's just make it. If I'm like, maybe you should have thought of, you know, promoting that hoodie before Birdman did. And then you could have sold some, but. Oh, uh, no, that's not. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah, he could, it was he just a funny, really it was like that. a funny thing that happened. And then I guess all the people that Drake surrounds himself with are hardcore skaters. One's like supposed to be a really good skater. Okay. Um, and so. Does Drake uh, skate? I don't think he skates. You know, he boxes a little bit. Oh, yeah. Ain't that bad. I mean, for a pop star, seems like he gets into it a little bit. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I've only had good interactions with him. Oh, you know him? No, I just mean like not not directly, but like he got tickets for my kids to a concert. Oh, really? He gave them to him. Yeah. So, and, and that thing. You like, never spoke to him though? I have not spoken to him. Has he reached out about the hoodie thing or? He didn't, but from what I understand, his, his crews thinks it's funny. It's cool with it. How could you not? think it's cool like he knows he knew what he was wearing correct i believe so yes right so but i don't i don't have confirmation on any of that i don't know i know but you would have to think somebody who's that <clears throat> up to speed with yeah what's happening in the world sure yeah that you would have and you've got a bird uh, and, and if he was into skating at all that was the era that probably he would have been interested in it. oh yeah you know like late 90s oh yeah okay it's yeah. kind of like uh like fred durst when i met fred durst he was he, you know, he had a pocket of skateboarding where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm from your era. Like, right. He, he was like, yeah, Madonna's. And I'm like, yep, yep, I, I was doing yeah. Madonna's. And yeah. he's like, yeah, then I just you know, got more into music. And I'm like, right, well, you, you, you can, when you're at Madonna stage, you can, you can make a choice in, in, <laughs> yeah. in the late, in the early yeah. 90s. You could be like, you, could, might, you might make it. See, Fred Durst was a massive Bones Brigade fan. He was, right? Yeah, so when we did that... Um, we rebuilt the Animal Chin Ramp up yeah. at Woodward, yeah, um, and and brought you know brought the whole Bones Brigade there to yeah. skate it and, and hang out, and whatever. Fred was the first one to sign up for a VIP uh, experience. Okay, so there was so we VIP offered it through the foundation, like, hey, the Bones Brigade is going to be here. We've recreated the Chin Ramp. You know, if you want to make a, a donation, then you can hang out for the day. He was the first one. So he just hung out watching you guys skate. Yeah. Did he try and skate? I think he did skate a little bit, yeah. The ramp? Yeah, I mean, he's just faking. He has a mini ramp at his house. Oh, I mean, okay. he wasn't doing Madonnas, but, right. you know, he, he was skating a little bit. I get it, man. If you, if you leave but it I, for I'm, too long, it's pretty hard to come back. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, hey, I just was thankful that he's a supporter and that he was a fan. He always has been. He's <clears throat> always gone to your charity events, right? Yeah, but a lot of that, when we used to do the charity events in Beverly Hills, a lot yeah. of that was because so-and-so knows so-and-so is going to bring so-and-so. You know, it, was, it wasn't like, I never knew who was a real skate fan or not. Okay. Because, I mean, Diddy was out there once, you yeah. know, and-, and He um, didn't seem like he skateboarded a lot. Right. Right. Or watched the demo that was like, three <laughs> feet away from him. Hey, I was stoked. I was yeah. stoked he was there. His kids watched it. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, what? Lars Ulrich came? Yeah. Uh Dude, it was a bevy of celebs for a while. I feel like Dana White was friends with me because I was at the Tony Hawk thing and he was like, if he's here, he can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. And then he figured it out. The one the one regret I have from all those days of because you know, we did that every year in Beverly Hills for almost over 10 years. Yeah. And we had to keep stepping it up. So it was like, we gotta get, you know, 
we had Jane's Addiction play. We had Modest right. Mouse play. We had right. Black Keys play. Like it was, it we're always outdoing each other and outdoing the, the the year before, but it yeah. got it got to be a lot of pressure. But on one of the last ones we ever did, you know, it, right when <clears throat> the the day would start, we would do a VIP autograph signing yeah. for the people who paid more to come and hang out and see and like get autographs yeah. and, and hang out. And the thing, it just started and this dude comes over and he's like, hey, Joaquin Phoenix is here. I'm like, awesome. He's like, he wants to meet you. And, and I'm, I'm in the middle of signing my name, like, and there's 150 people in line. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't, yeah. I can't leave this. Yeah. But I would love to meet him if he doesn't mind hanging out. And then I guess he sort of hung out like around the back of where we were for a little bit. And then it just took too long. He bailed. Right. He came to the event just to say hello to you. I, I guess. Not to like auction or look at the demo or no, be. I no, I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe he, maybe he made donation. I don't, I don't think so. Man, that's busy. But, but you know, I just felt like, I was like, oh he man, if he was here, like if he'd been here a half hour before that, or if he'd been here an hour later, I would have been free to roam. Yeah. But I just always like, man, because I, I really like his work. That's why I was, I was super excited. I, I mean, I, from back, back in Parenthood when he was the kid in that movie, like, oh dang, he was. I've always, I've watched his career. I think he's incredible. Super why don't talented. you just call him and go to lunch? Can't you guys do that to each other? What? What? Are you, Doesn't it work is, like that? I don't know. I'm not that, one of them. Is that the Illuminati thing? I did not accuse you of <laughs> drinking babies. I'm, I'm saying no. I don't. I don't really if have you're a connection. A giant and it's not, celebrity. Well, don't you guys like just a, say? We would have a mutual connection, yes. But I don't like it's I don't I don't like I like when it happens organically like that. I don't like that I okay, just because I have some level of fame that I can just reach out to some random other celebrity like, yeah. hey man, let's let's hang out. I completely understand That's where you're coming weird. from. I know it, but it's also not as it's weird from you're talking about you're living in this weird era world where where the rest of us live. And you're being respectful to that when that's just not the oh, case. But I, you could I, easily tell him like, "Hey, man, you want to go to lunch?" He'd be like, "Yeah." And then you could tell him about how hey, you thought he was fucking awesome when he was a kid, and now he's awesome. That's not a. I just feel like as a person that like might that that just it, that I don't know. There's something about that that feels so. It'd be different if you were like, "I'm going to meet him so that I can pitch a show and we can do some right. sort of thing where I get more famous and make more money." That one I get. But if you're like, I've always thought this dude was awesome. Yep. And you came to my event because you wanted to meet me. Like, hey, man, if you want to grab lunch sometime, I would grab lunch. Yeah, you're right. And then you tell this dude you're that right. you've always. I guess there's just a part of me that I've, I've been on the receiving end of that where it's like, hey, man, this guy wants to meet you, meet his kids. And it's like, I don't I don't know who he is. Like, I don't. That, it, <laughs> and, right, but that's that would be, it'd be different if you were like, man, I just really love you know what I mean? Yes, fucking share. Yeah. But I, I and, guess and I just, like, in, I my, in, my, in my, in my, in my- He came to your event. From my experience, it just felt pretentious to to be later on like, come on, dude, let's hang out. But yeah, you're right. He came and and uh, whatever. But that was just, it was just a weird experience there. Cause every other time there were celebrities or whatever, I was able to make the rounds and meet everyone. All right. Did you meet Diddy then? Yeah. And did you guys get along or? Oh uh, yeah, he was cool. Did he, did he have any conversation where you're like, yeah, um, man, totally? He or? was talking about- Different worlds. There was He was connected to some music, to, to some label or something. And I think he was talking about either Fall Out Boy or there, there was Shit. some connection where he's like, yo, man, that, that band is on your soundtrack that, that we, you know, that's on our label. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'm, 
You know, one time I met him at Vodaspa where it's this uh, Russian spa place where it's like crazy steam rooms and saunas and cold plunge and a pool. It's like super uppity, 50 bucks to go there for the day. And I, they kind of liked me, so they gave me a discount. And I would go there before the show all the time. And I would go there, you know, weekdays in like lunchtime. So there's mm-hmm. nobody in there. Oftentimes mm-hmm. it would be just me. And I'm like, this is pretty awesome. So I go in there like I always go in there. And there's a dude with the Bluetooth thing on talking. And, it, and it's there's signs that say no phones. Like, yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is this asshole? And I'm in the jacuzzi trying to heat up. And then he turns around. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's P. Diddy. It's me and Diddy at Vodaspot. I'm like, that's crazy. And if anyone's going to be on the phone and, and be, everyone's going to be okay with it, it's probably Diddy. I'm not going to tell Diddy to get off yeah. the fucking phone. I have, I know we're almost out of time, but I have a funny story about Kanye like that. Oh, go. Because my, my, so, he ends up just, I just want to say, he goes in the sauna yeah. and stays on the phone in the sauna. For an hour. <laughs> no and one I'm else just, went in though. I, no, but I'm like, <clears throat> how is the Bluetooth working in there? <laughs> I love how you're just more pragmatic about it. I'm just like, well, I can't wait for the. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you another thing, motherfucker. And I'm like, wait, he's on the phone in there still. Wow, I was impressed. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was good. Kanye, go ahead. So I went to meet my my nephew John. You know John. Yeah, Funny, funny dude. Used to be on our radio show on SiriusXM. I was meeting him at um, uh, Matsuhisa, Beverly Hills, yeah, yeah. which is Chef Nobu's original restaurant. Right. That's still one of my favorite places ever. We we're meeting for lunch. <clears throat> I had just I had just parked. I was walking over. He's on La Cienega, heading northbound, right? And you know how La Cienega is just crazy traffic. Really bad. Really bad. Yeah. Right. A kind of a mystery how everyone decides to not drive well right. on that street. So he he has to go left against oncoming traffic. There's a there's a Yeezy does. No, no, no. Oh. John Dale. Oh, John. okay. Okay. John Dale. But but there's a there's a expedition in front of him oh. going left yeah. that goes left and then stops before it gets to the actual driveway of Nobu of so Matsuhisa. So almost like almost blocking and he goes because he thinks they're going to the parking lot. So he goes, so now John is blocking all traffic on La Cienega. Okay. Right? And and I go up to the car to tell them to move because I'm like, dude, you're like, this guy's coming up behind you. Yeah. And then the door opens, Kanye walks out and I stop because I haven't gotten to the car yet. Yeah. I stop, I'm like, oh. And then I see John and John looks at Kanye he's, and John throws up his arms like, I guess if anyone's going to block all the traffic, it's Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. He didn't say anything to you? What's that? He did. He he said hello. Because I had met him once before. So, so I was like, hey, Kanye, what's up? It's Tony. He's like, oh yeah, man, Did he think up? that you like really plummeted and that you were valet? No. Right. He knew, he knew I was waiting for the restaurant. Right. The weird, the weird thing about all that, this is, this is the, the power of, of his fame. There was a dude jogging by, walkman, like headphones in, yeah. full, you know, running gear, jogging by. He sees Kanye and me talking, totally stows down, stops, then lurks. Then we go into the restaurant. Finally, the, they're no longer blocking the traffic, by the way. <laughs> John finally got in. Yeah. And then we go in the restaurant. He goes to sit on the table. This dude goes and gets a table, like just a, 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 in the same room as Kanye, 
against the wall and just orders the most minimal plates and stares at them the whole time. So weird. Like John and I are at a table that we're, you know, we were actually meeting someone else there. So we're at a table and we're just watching that dude. Like that dude was on a run. Yeah. And now he's eating some of the most expensive sushi so that he can stare at Kanye. For the story. I guess. I mean, did I can't believe, uh, to me, I'm like, oh man, surely there must be something better in your life than staring at Kanye. But I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe and Kanye was, was maybe clearly, that is the coolest. Kanye was there clearly meeting like some young music dudes. They were, you know, they were just in their conversation. Yeah. It wasn't like he was doing anything outrageous or he was going to. Yeah, but he's, he is snap, Kanye existing. I guess. I mean, yeah. as a person that like, I've, I never I'm not even sit you. I sit down see, just to stare at me at a at a I, restaurant. That's, okay, okay. I wasn't going to say it, but when you were talking about the nightclub thing on the Tony Hawk tour, I remember watching. Uh, I was a big drinker back then, and I loved <laughs> you, dude. And I was in the club, and I was watching groups of people get closer and closer, and not happy about you because all the girls in the bar really liked us, and especially the head of us, Tony Hawk. <laughs> so I started to see guys like fuck if you're a fucking skateboard, blah blah blah, blah and I'm like. Oh, oh, okay. And I'm like, this I, is a problem. I put my drink down and st- and stood there for like an hour and a half going, fuck, I don't know if I can take that guy, but <laughs> if that guy goes first, I guess I'll fucking hit him with an ashtray. Maybe I can get Tony out. I love how you're planning it all out. I did it. Look, I, could, I, Boy, watched, I, I watched a couple of groups of guys drinking more and, and looking at you the whole time and going, fuck, man. And, and, and I'm like, oh. well, that, that's a different experience than this dude with Kanye. But I'm just telling you, people get people, famous people make people react crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad we we've all we both of us have had evolved and grown beyond that, but also learned that like, yeah, you just got to keep it mellow. I'm if you if you stop jogging and you stare at me and then you go to a sushi restaurant to look at my face, I'm gonna be like. This guy is my guy. <laughs> can I get, can I pay for your meal? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my guy. Yeah. It's different wow. stages of your career. I see how it is. But people attacking you and freaking out. You don't attack people and freak out. He's on TV freaking out on people all the time. So if it happens to him, I don't feel that bad. For you, I never seen you on TV going, fuck it, man. Ah, I can't take it anymore. You know what I fucking, you know what the problem is with everything? Like, I've never heard you say that. <laughs> So it's so it's. I don't feel so. Bad. I'm still. I'm working on. I'm getting there. I can't wait for that day. Okay. This 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 podcast is what's going to set me over the edge. Please. The popularity please. of this podcast. That's it. Please do a podcast. Fuck. What the fuck? This drink is. No. A- I'm saying. I'm saying that this podcast blow up so hard. It's going to be so big that that's going to what's. I'm going to snap finally. But I'll be grounded. You'll be grounded, and and you'll be riding the wave. What awesome. Yeah. And then I'll talk to your wife this about how it. we got to calm you down. That's it, yeah. It's exactly. gone to your head. Yes. I can't That's wait. the plan. All right, so keep listening yes. so that we get there. So that Tony can have <laughs> be outraged for no particular reason on camera. Yeah. That's it. We're done. See hey. you next week. All right, see you next week. <laughs>